everybody. Welcome back to Kitty Liquor. That's L-I-Q-U-O-R. Don't get it twisted. I'm Kat Wonders, your host, and this is episode 14. So today we're going to start off with a little mixology segment, and I'm going to invent a cocktail. Um, I've been receiving a ton of, a ton of recipes and ideas, and I'm just going to keep making them with what I have in the house. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this one, I have a, an idea of what it's going to taste like because I did make this um, over the weekend and we're just going to give it a shot again. It's not going to be the same, but it'll be close enough. It is freaking hot up here. My upper lip is like, it's going to be wet the whole time. Just so you know. Okay. So I've got my little lighted glass here. If you can see it, it's etched, meaning um, my dishwasher likes to F with my glasses and <laughs> the odd time I have to go through all of them with some vinegar, but that's fine. <laughs> I do have a water softener, but sometimes it still happens. I don't know what's going on, but all right. So today I've got my little handy dandy mini um, cutting board. I've got a grapefruit. I have, this is actually amazing stuff. This is the absolute juice. It's 35% vodka but it's made with superb absolute vodka five percent apple juice and natural flavor inspired by the yellow red and gold days of the swedish fall so here it is it literally tastes like apple juice i could just drink this straight it does have a little sugar in it which is kind of like i try to avoid that as much as possible but sometimes you just have to drink some sugar uh, and then i've got a little bit of my blue gatorade left this is just to add some color and some loveliness and then I've got my Empress Gin, and this I'm going to add on the top for a little pizzazz. I also went crazy with ordering little cocktail accessories, <laughs> uh, but you have to see these. These are unreal. Okay, so which one's my favorite? Like, look at this whiskey bottle. Isn't that awesome? This little cocktail. This is kind of like my inspiration. Well, not really, but a blue cocktail. Love it. And there's just so many different ones that are so cute. Amazon. And then I also got some of these palm trees. And I haven't opened these yet, but I've got a lot of these. These are like little palm tree cocktail stickers. So I've also got some ice and a shot glass and a knife. For the grapefruit. <laughs> so we don't really measure um, accurately here we just kind of go with the flow so first thing i'm going to do i'm not going to create the cocktail on the light i'll put it on afterward first i'm going to add some ice i have washed my hands it's my own drink so who cares oops i don't want to pour the ice in because it'll fill with water and that's not cool we don't want a watered down cocktail mind you the ice will melt so it's gonna happen anyway okay so first the ice, now we're going to add, I would think that this is like two ounces. This is not a regular shot glass, this little mason jar shot glass. So I'm gonna fill this up. All right, that goes on the bottom. Now I'm gonna put the rest of this Gatorade in here. Not quite the rest. Already it's blue and beautiful. Now, is this drink going to be four shots? A little ASMR. Mm. 
what do you know? <laughs> I do have a napkin, but I'm, I have it on my lap. Okay, now let's see what happens. I'm trying not to spill any here. Oh my God, it's so pretty. <laughs> so somehow again, I magically measured exactly the right proportions. Is that the right word? <laughs> Let me just wipe this up here. Okay, so exciting when things turn out so beautiful. It's like, um, you know, when an artist makes a drink and it comes out just the way they imagined. It's just chef's kiss. Oh, you know what I forgot? Straws. Well, we're just gonna make a mess. All right, so we have this gorgeous, gorgeous drink. You know what, if this was opposite, it would be like the ocean, the darker color at the bottom and then the lighter color on the top. But I'm freaking loving this vibe. Almost is like ocean and sky with clouds. <laughs> I'm just look, looking in the, in the viewfinder here and uh, that's what I'm seeing. So that might inspire the name of this cocktail. Now I have a massive grapefruit and I kind of want a grapefruit round, but it might be overkill. Let's just see. Of grapefruit. What an incredible thing. I think it's beautiful. Okay. Remember, okay, there's something about Empress Gin. If it touches, if it mixes with citrus, it changes color. I wonder if we'll notice anything. I don't notice any difference. Oh my goodness. This is as over the top as my puffy sleeves. <laughs> so I won't get off track. Let me finish this cocktail then explain, I'll explain my outfit. Uh, okay, so we have all sorts of options. We're definitely gonna be using one of these little palm tree picks. So cute just to even jam in a sandwich. So these again are also from Amazon, probably fully poisonous. I'm not gonna dip it in the water. <laughs> okay. Cute, I like it. Okay, I'm gonna sacrifice my health and stick that in there. <gasps> Pretty. Okay, should we add one more thing? <laughs> A little over the top. Um, I legit, okay, if I had to choose, so it's between, I think these three. Aren't these the best? They got little ice cubes in them and everything, my goodness. Love it. Okay, so let's see here. That's cool. See, it kind of works. It's kind of cool, right? Um, okay, so are they gonna, oh, they're gonna sit right above the surface. I think that the blue, it'll take away from the actual color. It's gotta, it's gotta complement the blue. So I'm gonna go for, yes, I'm recording. Whew. This guy. Oh my God. Okay, what are we gonna name this? This might be the most beautiful drink I've ever made. Um, whether it tastes that way, I don't know. I need a straw and a Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to be right back. But this, you guys, I feel like I got to take a selfie with this just before I stick a straw in it and mix it up even more. Okay, don't mind me, my selfie. Um, I'm going to be right back. I'm going to leave this beauty before your very eyes. Ah, I boob knocked the microphone again. <sighs> got me my Red Bull. And my straw. I just want to kind of keep the aesthetic of this loveliness. And you know what? The aroma of this grapefruit is just making my energy levels go up. Or maybe it's this. I don't know. <laughs> see the difference that this little stand makes. Can you see? This is magical. I really think that, and, and this probably already exists, but a really trendy kind of Malibu beach vibes bar 
where they specialize in these like gorgeous cocktails. The menu would be beautiful. And every place setting has a a little light stand or not like a light stand, but like a little light shining through that you can put your cocktail on and it just really gives it life. You know what I mean? Because this without the stand, you know, it's still nice, but when you shine light through it, it's just like opening the gates of heaven, the cocktail heaven. It just gives it a different vibe. It makes me feel more light and airy. (laughs) Enough about the drink. All right, let's get into the podcast. So (laughs) this is episode 14. Can't believe it. Episode 14. I'm a little phlegmy right now. So for some reason, I don't know what it is exactly. I have allergies. I always have spring allergies, not really midsummer allergies. I don't know if it's because there's some sort of flower or tree that's pollinating right now. I don't know. But this morning (laughs) I slept in way too late and I woke up and literally like my eyes were kind of swollen and I just was thinking, oh my God, I have to film today. (laughs) I don't want to look like no heathen. You know what I mean? (laughs) I feel fine. Like I have good energy levels and all that's great. Otherwise, it's just if I look a little like I didn't get sleep last night. I did. I actually got too much sleep and I have allergies. So sorry about that. And of course, those of you that are listening to this podcast, I have a video version on YouTube. So you're missing out. You don't want to miss this cocktail. Concoction? Concoctail? <laughs> yes. I just made up another word. Concoctail. Oh my God. And a tail because it's a cat. Concoctail? No. Okay. Anyway. Um... Yeah, it's a doozy, this one. It's beautiful. Uh, And I kind of got off track. Okay, let's try this. So you know what I discovered? And I really don't want to ruin the aesthetic of this drink because it is kind of like magical. But if you blow bubbles in the bottom of your cocktail, that's the best way to mix your drink rather than like spin it around in a circle. But then there's ice in it, so I could go like this. But let me just show you. I'll give you an example. See, kind of works. All mixed up. Just a flu, flu blows, a few blows. Oh my god. Okay, already drunk. Sorry. <laughs> uh, all right. Okay. First, my dress. This is a Sugar Thrills dress. I have. This is from their newest collection, and it's this gorgeous butter yellow, and it fits me like a dream. And the puffy sleeves, and you know what? It fits me like a goddamn dream. And I want to run around and. I don't know, puffy sleeves? I don't really own many things with puffy sleeves, except for sugar thrill stuff. And when I'm wearing it, it's like, doo-doo-doo, I feel kind of princessy and it changes my whole attitude. And I I like hold my pinky up when I point to things and uh, it's lovely. So my earrings, I don't know if you can tell what they are right now, but they are a little bag. French macaroons. Can you see that? Where did I get these hilarious earrings? Adorably hilarious. Dolls kill. They have all things wild and wacky, fantasy, and um, I live for it. And I just thought with this butter yellow and I just feel a little, you know, a little French or something. I don't know. French fantasy princess. That's where I'm at. Okay, we have to name this cocktail. <sighs> okay, reminds me of the ocean, like a tropical Caribbean some people say Caribbean. Some people say Caribbean. I say Caribbean, but then I think I find myself sometimes saying the Caribbean. So what is it? <laughs> I kind of like concoctails. Maybe that's my new mixology segment. That's the name of it. Concoctails. I got to write it down. Okay, we got to figure out a name for this. Um, I don't know. It's got to come to me. 
I don't want to just name it like Blue Lagoon or something because that's kind of the vibes I'm getting. And I'm sure there is already a cocktail named Blue Lagoon, but Blue Lagoon, um, I know. No, I don't. <laughs> I was thinking cenote. Like, you know, cenotes are these like freshwater caves. I've been to a few in Mexico and I actually, it was part of my, one of my erotic story times. Um, and this gives me like, with the light underneath, I don't know, it gives me some like cave vibes. Let's go with cenote dream because of the light, right? It's kind of like a heavenly dream. I'm going to call it a cenote dream. And I'll tell you what, the apple is incredible. Like it just gives it this, I'm telling I'm already feeling it by the way. So I have to pace myself. <sighs> All right. So my week, let me talk about my week a little bit. Nothing exciting. So let's just move on. <laughs> no, um, I actually went to the city and did some shopping. I got two new pairs of Ray-Bans very cute you'll probably see them in upcoming photos on my instagram and then i also went to rodney's oyster house my favorite place in the world like the person i was with she only had about six oysters and i ordered two dozen oysters so i had about one and a half dozen oysters raw oysters which is not like me at all because my record is like four dozen oysters and when i'm on a roll i'm on a roll but i have a bit of an issue with one of my teeth with like acidity and it just came about i guess two months ago and it's very rare that it happens but when I make a raw oyster I love purple vinaigrette I love lemon a bit of Tabasco sauce and the shredded horseradish so I've got like four things but between the lemon juice and the vinegar oh my god like after five oysters, I'm, I'm hurting. So I have to figure out what's going on. If it's just sensitivity, maybe it's cavity. Maybe I cracked my tooth. I don't know. <laughs> All I know is that it made me not be able to eat as many oysters as I wanted. So we just got a crab instead, which was delicious. We also got Manhattan clam chowder and New England clam chowder and a Caesar salad, which also irritated my tooth. But guess what? I was a trooper and we had a great time. And um, Rodney's Oyster House in Calgary, the best absolute best. They also have a Rodney's in Vancouver, uh, two in Vancouver, actually one in Yaletown, one in Gastown, and then one in Toronto, I believe. So highly recommend. The servers are always gorgeous men. I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> There's gorgeous girls too, but the majority of the servers are guys and it, which I don't know if that's really common in a lot of places, like maybe so, maybe more so in the States, but in Canada anyway, generally your server is uh, a girl. And the fact that there are so many male servers at this other restaurant at Rodney's, it's like they've hit it right on the head. Cause when you go there, not only are raw oysters aphrodisiacs, but they're, what was my point? <laughs> they're aphrodisiac. So, oh, there's like, you know, couples that go there, but mostly groups of girls. And I'm like, these girls know how to have a good time. They're going out having oysters and it's not a cheap meal, right? So you're like spending money. But I think it's because of the servers, like their energy is good. They've got t-shirts and I want one actually. They got t-shirts that say, eat me raw. <laughs> get it <laughs> no it's so cute and uh it's just a really good vibe and the calgary stampede is happening um, by the time you see this podcast i'll have been to the calgary stampede yesterday <laughs> um and i'm not sure how it's gonna go i'm super excited this is the first year that it's back in action um there's lots of stuff that isn't happening for those of you that don't know the calgary stampede is something that happens every year people come from all over the world for the calgary stampede there's rodeo there's chuck wagon races there's horse races there's but i think that that is all cut in half i think there is still some stuff going on but I'm going for the midway and the beer tents <laughs> um no the rides okay so ever since I was a kid I have loved going 
to the fair rides, no matter what, like where I think I've been to pretty much all over, not Canada, but Red Deer, Lethbridge, Calgary, Edmonton. Edmonton has the P&E. No, I'm sorry. That's Vancouver. Wait. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. I think it's, I think it's Vancouver is the P&E, isn't it? I don't remember. Anyway, but the zipper, number one on my list. Um, of course, I like raunchy, horribly horrific rides where basically you're about to die any second uh, by hitting your head because it's quite unsafe. <laughs> um, but that's the thrill I look for. And it's the same reason why I love thunderstorms and everything else is because I'm just seeking that thrill all the time. Anyway, I'm really excited about the Calgary Stampede going on all the rides. It is the one day that I'm going to allow myself to eat whatever the hell I want. Mini donuts is something that my sister and I share a love of, but because I stopped eating wheat about seven, eight years ago, I um, can't indulge anymore. <laughs> but I so look forward to cotton candy. It's one of my favorites. I love the caramel apples, but not the caramel apples that are available in the stands in on the fairgrounds. The ones that are made inside, you know, where there's like vendors, there's like a big kind of open air, not open area, but like an inside area with vendors. I'm not sure. This is just, I'm, just, I'm from Canada. Okay. <laughs> Maybe it's different in the US, but when they have actual like vendors come that own stores in Calgary State and they have like a little booth and that's where you want to get your caramel apples and your candy apples because I'll tell you what caramel apples changed from the time I was little to the time now that I'm an adult and now they use like hydrogenated oil instead of butter and then what that does is it creates this like waxy texture I don't know if texture is the right word but it's makes it waxy and not it doesn't dissolve in the way that it should and it's because they're cheapening out on their ingredients right because they're like pumping out however many so it's like when you get a cake with icing that you just it's like stays like plastic in your mouth it doesn't dissolve it's because they're using hydrogenated oil rather than butter and it's cheaper I guess and just maybe even better it's better for like buttercream icing anyway I'm off on a tangent all I know is that you don't want to buy caramel apples right on the fairgrounds you want to go inside and find it from some little like mom and pop stand so cotton candy caramel apples I don't know I find that snow cones these days is pretty chintzy definitely like the popcorn is always good by this point my stomach is full of Okay, I have a story to tell you. One year, I went so hog wild because I'm, I'm like usually watching what I eat. And when I let loose, I really let loose. So like this was probably three years ago. I was at the Stampede and I had a bunch of cotton candy. I had like a blue snow cone. Um, I had like fuzzy peaches, some sort of can't remember if it was snow cone or whatever. Anyway, it seemed that everything was blue. <laughs> I went on the zipper and already before I went on, I already felt like, oh God, like I ate too much garbage, like just pure sugar. And I'm like, this is stupid. <laughs> so I go on the zipper <laughs> with my sister. And um, as soon as we got off, I knew like halfway through the ride that I was probably going to hurl. Um, but for respect for myself and my sister, <laughs> you do not want to puke on the zipper ever. So I freaking held it in and I don't know how I did it because I was ready to hurl and I I realized like you actually have a lot of self-control when it comes to barfing or I do anyway sorry I'm like sweating and it's because I have an extra little blankie on my freaking lap so I held it to the very end I like walked off of the zipper and like walked straight to a garbage can and hurled and literally like the little kids were like mommy I want to go on that ride and then the adults were like ha 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 it was really embarrassing and you know when you're puking and it's puke coming out of your nose and try puking just pure blue smurf it looked like I ate like 15 smurf it was just smurfs as <laughs> a plural I puked and I puked and I'm telling you it almost came out of my eyeballs you know when you get like barf that comes out of your 
tear ducts. Does that ever happen to you? <laughs> like crying blue. Uh, I learned my lesson. I am not 12 years old anymore. And uh, anyway, it was also because we were kind of slightly hungover and all sorts of things like that. But anyway, <laughs> um, that was a little story I thought I'd share with you. But I'm just kind of curious to see if the Midway has as many rides as usual, or I'm sure it's going to be cut down quite a bit, but we'll see. And I'll let you know in the next podcast because I film, like I said, about every Monday or Tuesday. And by the time you see this on Friday, I'll be on Thursday. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. So, <laughs> I swear I'm going to have to put my hair up. It's so hot. I have a little clip. I'm just going to do that for now, just to let my neck have some air. And then you guys can just see my puppy sleeves better. I only drink Red Bull when I don't have coffee in the morning. And for some reason today, I didn't have coffee. I was, I just got like straight to emails and stuff. But so, uh, there's a place that I love to go. And I made a video vlog about me traveling here. Sparkling Hills Resort, right outside of Kelowna, in between Kelowna and Vernon. So if you know Canada and you know what I'm talking about, perfect. If not, look it up. <laughs> but Sparkling Hills, it is the only Swarovski resort. So the Swarovski family owns this resort. And there's like 3.5 million crystals throughout this resort. It's pretty crazy. I think it was built quite a while ago. So it's a little, I'll be honest, a little outdated. Like, um, You'd have to kind of see it yourself, but not complaining. Beautiful rooms. Amazing. Like one of the best photo shoots I ever had was in one of these tubs, not in the bathroom. They're like right against the window where everybody can see. It's kind of a little bit like voyeuristic. Is that a word where you like to like watch people? Because you could just be banging in the tub and then people can see you. And I've seen it myself. <laughs> um, anyway, so it's an adult resort. Um, I think it's everybody above 16. And they have FKK hour which is nudist hour from 9 to 10 p.m in the sauna so you have the option of going totally nude of course I go totally nude <laughs> well I mean it's not that I'm like looking for anything and to be honest like it is more of just oh I don't have to wear a swimsuit especially when you're sweating to death in a sauna and your swimsuit is like it's just better to be naked but at the same time bring a towel because you don't want to be putting your bare ass where other people put their bare ass you know what I'm saying so anyway, at this resort, which I go to probably two, three times a year, they have something called a cryo chamber. So Sparkling Hills is a wellness resort. They have like cutting edge treatments and you can get allergy testing there. You can go for a week on a week package or go for a week. It's a package. <laughs> I don't know how to say that. Um, where they will get you back on track with your health. They do intravenous infusions and things like this just to basically like, so you can go there and stay there for two months and then come out a totally new person. One of the treatments that they have there is a, it's a cryo chamber. If you just look up cryo chamber, it's, I think it's the only one in North America or was when I filmed the video because I actually collaborated with Sparkling Hill. So we kind of did a video together and um, it's the only one in North America or was two years ago when I was there filming that. And I thought to myself, like what is the point like what's the purpose of this cryo chamber you know like it's torture basically and I've done it twice but the first time let me explain to you what it is so it's minus 100 degrees celsius now the temperature can fluctuate sometimes it's minus 99 point something degrees celsius sometimes when I went in there it was minus 113 degrees celsius and you can see the video and see exactly what I'm talking about now the way that this works is you go in, you meet the guy that's your guide, and uh, you have to wear a completely dry swimsuit. Completely dry, because if there's any moisture or any wetness whatsoever, 
Um, then it will freeze and you don't want that kind of frozen temperature against your skin. So <clears throat> you go there. Ooh, can you hear that? We have a bear that's been hanging around here and the dog is like being taunted by this bear. I swear he pops out once in a while. My dog's name is Felix, by the way. He is a lab slash German pointer. The pointer is like very much a hunting dog lab very relaxed like the the combination is wonderful actually felix is my the love of my life anyway okay so um so you get there you in your swimsuit and they give you little mittens they give you little socks they give you a headband a few other things just kind of like protect the little extremities of your body so the first thing you do is goes over this panic like how not to panic what what not to do um because you're in this chamber for three minutes Ready to go. <clears throat> he's in there the whole time. Of course, he's in his like Canada goose parka. And um, the first chamber you go into is minus 14. So you spend about a minute in there. Then the next door opens. Then you go into a chamber that's minus 68 degrees Celsius, which is a realistic temperature on Earth still. <laughs> Basically like Manitoba, I think, has like minus 70 on record or something. But anyway, so and that is the coldest temperature that I'd ever felt. But we're standing in there and uh, okay. Then after a minute in that temperature, the main door opens like something out of a space movie and every bit of moisture turns into like little crystals. So like your breath looks different. Anyway, we walk into this chamber, minus 113 degrees, and the, the tech at the time, the guy that was walking us through everything, um, was like, you guys are lucky. It's like the coldest today. Like, I think that I've ever seen it. <laughs> like, okay, cool. Um, but they're playing a song. It's like, you know, the one like, don't worry, be happy. Don't worry, be happy. That one. And it's bl it's blasting. I guess it's to kind of keep you calm and kind of keep you aware. So we have to walk in a circle. And this room is probably about eight feet by, by eight feet, I'd say square. And you have to walk around in a circle. One thing you don't want to do is this. Because if you touch your skin, it hurts like crazy. Like literally, it's unlike anything you've ever felt before or seen before. The breath like that was coming from because you wear a face mask too. the breath that's coming from your it looks space age it was kind of like being in outer space is what it felt like and I'm, I'm sure that that's probably close to the temperature of outer space as well and uh, we had a, a interesting three minute um, experience and then walked the other way like the opposite way after a minute and a half and then he wouldn't let you know exactly like how much time you had left towards the end my skin hurt it was like is this normal <laughs> <laughs> what do I do? And then you have to kind of like decompress and go back into the chamber uh, that's minus 68 and then go back into the minus 14 chamber and then out. And um, when you get out, apparently you're supposed to be really like feel kind of almost hot, right? Um, I wasn't. The person I was with was, but I wasn't. And I was like, I'm kind of chilled. And apparently you're not supposed to go into any type of hot water or hot sauna or anything like that until about an hour after you've gotten out because you the capillaries in your system can burst and things like this. So, But I was chilled for the rest of the day. Luckily, the... <laughs> The bathroom floor was heated. So I literally laid a towel on the floor and like laid on the floor. And then by the time dinner rolled around, it was fine and I was feeling great. But what is the purpose of the cryo chamber? Basically, it's supposed to be really good for circulation, inflammation, a few other things too. You can do research, but people with like 
arthritis, suffer really bad from arthritis, they can go through like a one week program where they do the cryo chamber twice a day for one week and the benefits can last them for up to six months. It's actually interesting how it works. And yeah, if you're interested, look it up. Like I said, if you're in Canada or the US, I believe we have the only one in North America. We. Canada. <laughs> um, otherwise, Europe, I think, and lots of other places. But yeah, do your research. Interesting. I kind of am hesitating to drink this because it's so strong. I really, I think there's four shots in here. It's almost an hour and I've only talked about two things. Oh my God. Okay. So I was having a conversation the other day. Sorry, that was gross. It's like rip my eyeball out. I was having a conversation the other day with somebody about going on rides and how many times, like carnival rides, you see kind of a, a thunderstorm happening in the distance. And of course, they can't run any rides during a thunderstorm. So you're, it's kind of like exciting because you, like I love thunderstorms, but at the same time, I don't want to have to wait an hour for the thunderstorm to pass to go back on rides. And then we started talking about hail. And can you imagine, because sometimes you see like an ominous storm coming. It's a black sky. It's coming but you don't see any lightning, don't see any action yet, it's coming. And sometimes hail can just start flying out of the sky without warning. Now, I thought to myself, I shouldn't say I thought to myself, we were having a conversation about, imagine being on like the octopus ride. You know, the one with the legs and they kind of bounce up and down and then there's little cars on each end. It's called like the monster or the octopus. It changes all the time. Imagine a hailstorm <laughs> when you're on these rides, like swinging around. That would be bad. And I just recently watched a TikTok of this ride. And I think, I don't know what it's called. <laughs> See, this is the arm. And there's like a, a platform of people and it goes around in a circle. And it's like a bunch of people sitting on a cracker. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's a video of this thing kind of starting to go out of control. It's going too fast. And the whole ride and like, you know, the front part where you stand in line, you eventually get onto the actual ride itself, like in line and on the steps. And anyway, and there's railing. The whole thing started lifting up. And luckily, I don't like watching anything where anything bad happens. But this was like a total eye opener. I was like, what actually happened? Anyway, it was going too fast. It started swinging too fast. You can look it up. And oh, my God, like if my family was on there, like if I had like my sister or my brother, I would be shitting my pants. And these people that were watching were like, oh, my God. And then I think eventually, like a lot of them went to hang on to it to try to keep it from tipping because but it's slowly like started to get back on track and slow down. And oh, my my God, it was actually terrifying to watch because I love rides so much. I've been on so many rides throughout my life and I've never had an issue, but it's just, it goes to show shit can happen. But yeah, imagine being on like a fast moving ride and it starts hailing. <laughs> no, that would be really bad. And also on the subject of hail, a funnel cloud or a tornado has always been a thing that I've wanted to see in my life. I know a lot of you are from the States and probably that's the last thing you want to see. But you know, like growing up in the prairies... That was like the ultimate to see a funnel cloud or a tornado. I mean, it doesn't always result in good things. It's just like a, th a thrill seeker in me, storm chaser in me. <laughs> Let me know down below if you've ever seen a tornado, funnel cloud, or the biggest size hail you've ever seen. So I'm about to hit cat facts, but I did have a question from one of you is, have you ever dated a man of color? And the answer is yes. I have. <laughs> in high school, I dated a guy named Ernesto and he was full-blown Spanish and um, he was wonderful and very different from like any other guy I ever dated and really loved the guy. So yeah, the answer is yes. <laughs> All right, now it's time for a segment that I like to call Cat Facts. Cat 
Okay, so these are sex facts. And don't ask me how I came about these. I didn't search that, but I thought that they were interesting and kind of a good conversation starter. Okay, so 13 is the magic number. Seven-hour sex marathons may be the norm for Sting and Trudy. I don't know who that is. But most people say anywhere between 7 and 13 minutes is the desired optimum time for penetrative sex. Penetrative? Penetrative? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that makes sense. Like, seven-hour sex. I don't know. Seven-hour sex, I feel like it's just too repetitive. (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, set between 7 and 13 minutes. It's a slow-calorie burn, so researchers say a vigorous sex session can help you burn up to 5 calories per minute. So it's not quite a replacement for a gym membership, but it may be a close second. 5 calories per minute. So like you've heard, like, oh, you know, sex is the best exercise. I think it's good for, like, releasing endorphins and things like that. But when it comes to actually burning calories, 5 calories per minute. Hmm. So I'd say then... Seven hours is a pretty good damn workout. Damn good workout. (laughs) Uh, 70% of men watch porn. 70%. The other 30 don't. Compared to just 33% of women, women also tend to tune in with their partner while men are happier to view porn alone. 33% 33% of women, okay, so I think, I don't know who how they're getting these numbers, because that doesn't make sense. You're telling me that 30% of men don't watch porn. Maybe because they're getting it other, other places, or they're like seeing it in magazines rather than watching it. But I could be wrong. I mean, the thing is, I don't have, I don't have anything against that. I think that it's a totally natural thing. And everybody has a cell phone. And so you're telling me 33% of women watch porn, and everybody's just like, everybody's got a smartphone. I don't believe that at all. I think that a lot more people do. Maybe the people that are like doing the survey don't want to admit the fact that they watch porn. I think that's what's really going on. So yeah, I watch porn all the time. (laughs) There is such a thing as being too horny. Duh. (laughs) There's no such thing as being too horny. Maybe for girls right? But for God, of course, of course there is. As our experts explain, if thoughts or actions of sex take over your days, lead you to sneak around or have become a distraction, it's likely time to seek professional help. So is it time to seek professional help? I mean, like, it depends for me, like, there are days where that's all I think about. And I think for guys, it's way more than that. Like, they're just always thinking about it. But I don't think that that means you have a a problem. But if it's affecting your life, like where you're like, oh, I missed another appointment because I was walking off in the bathroom, (laughs) then you have a problem. But you know, I mean, it's just, I think it's a natural thing to think about all the time. Self-love is a self-image booster. Need a confidence lift? Forget counting Instagram likes and go for a bit of a pleasure instead. Research shows masturbation can encourage a more positive self-image. Yeah, I think maybe if you're fantasizing and you're imagining yourself with somebody else and you're imagining your best self with somebody else, yeah, it could be a bit of a confidence booster, but I never really thought about it that way. Sex strengthens bonds. Sexual acts, when done right... (laughs) Help strengthen both physical and mental connections with the partner. Uh, More than half of people questioned in one survey said a stronger emotional bond was the biggest benefit of sex. Another duh, kind of. I mean, I have a friend whose partner is gone a lot for work, like gone a lot. And I was like, how do you guys keep it together? Like, you know, you're he's gone all the time. And and she's like, just have a lot of sex. And I was like, well, he's not even but like when they're together, they have a lot of sex. And that's just like their connection. And that's just what how they feel better connected and that's I mean that makes sense right but it was funny that it came from her like she was like that's how we stay so close we have a lot of sex (laughs) 
It's like, oh, okay. And probably, I didn't get into it. They probably have a lot of phone sex too, as far as, I mean, probably, but um, yeah. All right. That concludes Cat Facts. So I want to know, are you more comfortable in a cluttered space or um, what's the right word? but like an emptier space. So, and what I mean is when I say cluttered, I don't mean messy. I mean, lots of things on the shelves, lots of plants, maybe lots of like stuff out things in the walls, lots of photos and, and knickknacks and stuff around. Or are you more of like a clean cut person where you like a minimalist, right? Maybe have a photo on the wall, but nothing on the floor. So it's funny because the house that I'm living in right now, I built and the house that I moved from was very different from this house. And this is my dream home, right? This is something that I wanted to do for a long time. Finally was able to do it. Thank you, YouTube. <laughs> anyway, I thought that I was more of a like a knickknack cluttered person if it's done right like you could do it really really nicely but then I realized it was more just an accumulation of things over time stuff you find that is valuable or like really cool stuff you find in value village or whatever and it looked cute but then I it was never like the fantasy that I had for my future and how I wanted to live right that was more of like a start from scratch nothing basically and then just sort of add a few pieces here and there when I designed this place and when I bought all my furniture I wanted everything up off the floor nothing on the floor so like a shelf had to have legs on it that you could get underneath all of my couches all of my furniture is mid-century so it's got a lot of them have like legs on them six to eight inches long so I can get underneath I have little vacuum robots <laughs> I have one it's by um what's the company called Roomba and it's a self-emptying vacuum. Anyway, it's incredible. It does a great job. And I've named him Joe Dirt. <laughs> and then I have a little mop that follows him named Le Cleany Boy because he's kind of smaller and more dainty and but definitely a, a guy. Anyway, they work together and I have them on a schedule and uh, everything has to be up off the floor, like cords. And so it just forces you to almost to like make sure that there's nothing on the floor. But it's funny because like because I have a very Scandinavian mid-century modern home, I grew up with more of a cluttery space. So there's part of me that wants to put a shelf there and fill it with stuff, but it doesn't really match the aesthetic of what I'm and, and, and to be honest, like I love the aesthetic of a very clean, almost empty space, but I love the feeling of a cluttery space. So I'm kind of both. And I think that over time, I'll kind of reach a happy medium. I have a lot of plants. I feel like I've chosen plants, like it's sort of a way to fill space rather than some like funky knickknacks and stuff that I've collected over the years. And anyway, I just thought I'd ask because like I, it depends on where you're from. I think how you're raised. I know some people that had a really cluttery raising that just want nothing in their life. Like they, they're just so minimalist. It's ridiculous where it looks like uh, an Ikea showroom minus any accessory. <laughs> they just like it like that, which is great. And like a lot easier to dust and stuff like that. But I just thought I'd bring that up because like I said, it's the feeling that you're seeking as opposed to like an aesthetic. It's a different thing. That's why I think I love when I was just telling somebody this the other day, like, I love going to restaurants that have this cozy kind of dark cluttery feeling you know it's so it's so random like I love going to the grizzly house in Banff because it's a little cabin but there's shit everywhere there's like mounts and traps and rugs and weird stuff from all over the world like African carvings and there's really not a space left on the walls anywhere there but I love that it feels like 
there's history there. And I don't know. Whereas I've been to restaurants that are very modern and very like hotel-esque and kind of it's a cool vibe, but it's not this does not give you the same feeling. And I feel like, um, yeah. Anyway, if any of you know that I, what I'm talking about, <laughs> then let me know down in the comments below what you think about what I just said. So I know it's almost the middle of July when you're seeing this. What is the day today? Pretty much exactly the middle of July. And I know it's too early to talk about Halloween, but... I'm going to have to. Halloween is my second favorite holiday. My second most favorite holiday. First one is Christmas. Second one, Halloween. I'm only bringing this up because I thought about it yesterday and I was like, oh crap, I got to start like ordering Halloween costumes for my 20 days of Halloween costumes. It might even be 25 days this year <laughs> for Patreon where I do a high tier where for a certain amount per month, I do 20 to 25 videos. A well, not a day, but every day you get a new video. And the Halloween one is actually, it's the most work, but it's the most fun. And uh, on the way already, I've got, well, yesterday, I ordered some extra sexy costumes. And I mean, like, legit sexy costumes. And I'm just, I can't reveal anymore, but um, that will start uh, October 1st. And we'll run till, imagine if I did 31 days. I don't know. But uh, Halloween is around the corner. I know it's not, doesn't feel like it right now. And you know what, for those of you that hate Halloween or hate the fall, sorry, trigger warning, um, but I can't resist talking about it. And why is it? What is it about Halloween that I love so much? So I've talked about this before, how I'm obsessed with horror films and how I love the thrill of a scary movie. And I think that Halloween kind of evokes the same kind of feeling. But because I love the fall, I love all seasons, but the fall when it starts to kind of get colder at night and the leaves start changing color and you just get this feeling like it's almost like a warm warm, cozy feeling like fall's coming and spiced lattes start coming out. And then, you know, Thanksgiving is around the corner. So Canadian Thanksgiving is different than American where your ours is in October and yours is in November. Let me double check that actually. So while American Thanksgiving is celebrated on the fourth Thursday of November every year in Canada, they celebrate Thanksgiving on the second Monday of October. That's right. I was right. Can you believe it? So yeah, ours is before Halloween even. But anyway, I just can't wait for Halloween. And I don't know if you celebrate Halloween, if you take part, do you shut your lights off on the porch on Halloween? Do you love to see the kids' Halloween costumes? I mean, I live away from everyone, so I never get trick-or-treaters. If I did, I'd actually be terrified. <laughs> I was like, how the hell did you get up here? Um, and, and as a kid too, I think Halloween really... Of course, this is like kind of a given, but your love of Halloween maybe stems from your childhood. And I know some parents, they're like, we don't believe in Halloween. And I'm thinking, you're not going to let your kids go out trick-or-treating because you don't believe in Halloween. Like, good parenting for sure. But I just thought that I would share that I am excited for Halloween and I have lots of plans for Halloween. Now that I'm doing a podcast, I think that I'll be doing a different look for every podcast in October uh, just in celebration so I think that would be super fun and if you have suggestions so if I do four podcasts in October let me just double check I might even be doing five depending on how the dates work out October I'll be doing five podcasts in October so that means that I'm gonna need five different looks if you want to suggest some looks for my October podcasts some costumes who you'd like to see me dressed up as then let me know 
and I might take a vote. Actually, maybe I will create like a poll on YouTube. So now it's time for a segment that I like to call Kitty Twisters. All right, so um, I actually have some funny ones for you guys today. I have to stop drinking that drink. I feel it and I know my limits, so. These made me laugh out loud, and maybe it will make you laugh out loud, and I hope that I brighten your Friday. It's Friday, so just like freaking laugh and have a good time anyway. Let's get straight into it. You don't need a parachute to go skydiving. You need a parachute to go skydiving twice. True. <laughs> okay, this one is good. A dick has a sad life. His hair is a mess. His family is nuts. His next door neighbor is an asshole. His best friend is a pussy. And his owner beats him habitually. <laughs> now, if I could remember that to retell, I would need an award, probably. What does women's underwear and nail polish have in common? They both come off with alcohol. <laughs> For me, red wine in particular. <laughs> sorry that most of my hilarious jokes are borderline inappropriate. And by sorry, I mean you're welcome. <laughs> How many perverts does it take to screw in a light bulb? One, but it takes the entire emergency room staff to get it out. <laughs> Yikes. A female officer arrests a drunk. She warns him, you have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be held against you. The drunk replies, boobs. What gets longer when pulled fits between breasts. Insert neatly in a hole. <laughs> There's no S. <laughs> and works best when jerked. Answer, a seatbelt. You sicko. And that concludes Titty Twisters. I have other points and other things that I can get into, but I'm going to save it for next week. I am going to conclude this podcast. I don't think I'll make a drink again with four shots in it. It just seems to make me drunk. <laughs> No, I feel I feel okay right now. Like I know my limits. So if I go out with friends, family, whatever, I can feel when it's time to slow down. And um, I'm kind of at that point right now where I could just barely read those jokes. <laughs> and I have about six other things to do today yet. But hey, it's Friday <laughs> for you. <laughs> anyway, you guys, I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. I definitely did. This recipe will be in the description box down below. Cenote Dream. I might change the name of it, but I think that Cenote Dream is, it's a nice name for a cocktail, especially that looks so dreamy and magical and heavenly. Let me know about Halloween costumes for my October podcasts. And um, yeah, because I'd like to kind of prepare, be prepared, maybe hire somebody to help me. Because <laughs> if I have to do hair and makeup, I don't know. It's going to be a lot of work. Please, if you're watching this on YouTube, give this video a like and subscribe so you don't, don't miss any of my future podcasts and you don't miss any of my future videos because I've got a ton of bikini videos coming up and uh, some other fun stuff. So you don't want to miss out. And if you're watching this podcast, you can also listen to it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, lots of other platforms as well. Just type in Kitty Liquor and you can find me. So yes, like subscribe and uh, I hope that you enjoyed this video. I hope you guys have an amazing weekend. It's Friday and um, I'm excited. 
for you and <laughs> for me. Don't forget that I've got a, an OnlyFans for five bucks a month and I've also got a Patreon that starts at five bucks a month and I post a lot of extra sexy content over there. So if you're interested, see more sugar thrills, the more naughty, naughty sugar thrills. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Cat Wonders. This is the Kitty Liquor Podcast. L-I-Q-U-O-R. Don't get it twisted. L-I-Q-U-O-R in this drink. I'm going to put this in the fridge for later. Thank you all for tuning in and I'll see you all in my next video. Bye. And for those of you listening, I'll see you. I'll You'll hear me in the next podcast. Love you. Bye. <laughs>